I ever knew All I ever knew Was fucking your bitch Cause when I'm in that pussy I thrive and flourish Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. You already know this episode and every episode of Flourish Heavy is brought to you by Lifehouse, Tonic and Elixirs. Two locations in Los Angeles, one in Westfield, Century City Mall, and one on Sunset BLVD. Uh, you can check out uh, lifehousetonics.com, and you can order their products. Uh, they, they ship nationwide. If you're in Los Angeles, go check out one of their locations. Everybody knows I lost 90 pounds, and it wasn't just from doing planks and doing pull-ups and doing running every day. It was from ingesting probiotics and the healthy products over at motherfucking Lifehouse. <laughs> you understand? Okay, wow. Okay, wow. Lifehouse, one time. And welcome back to Flourish Chevy. We've got a special guest in the motherfucking building today, I'll tell you that much. Episode 47, if I'm not mistaken, Flourish Chevy with my boy Sam Lerner. Before we get into it... Uh, just quickly, this weekend, November 8th, 9th, I'm with Andrew Santino in Nashville at Zanies. There's four shows. Then on the 13th and the 15th, I'm going to be in New York. The 13th is at East Village. The 15th is at Gramercy location. Then I'm going to be in Toronto from the 16th to the 19th. There's no show set up there, but I'll, I'll, I'll be around. Stay, stay. You know, on on deck for that, and then uh, November 25th, we're back in LA at the Comedy Store. You understand that? So check those dates. Flourish hard. Also, too, can you motherfuckers like rate and subscribe? Like, holy fucking shit! I see the viewership going up, and I'm like looking at the ratings, and I'm like, there's like 30 fucking ratings on this thing. I'm like, holy fucking shit! What are you guys just listening? Like, I come on, like flourish with me. You understand that? On that note. Sitting next to a very young, vibrant, good fucking person who I've developed a relationship with, my boy Sam Lerner. Sam, what up? What's up, man? So for anybody who doesn't know, Sam Lerner is a very talented actor, uh, born and raised in Los Angeles, uh, who's flourishing on a couple different things. One is he's on Ballers on HBO. Two is he's on Goldberg's on ABC. He's on. He's on. Do you understand that? He is the definition of a flourisher and I'm so happy that I have him in the studio today aka my apartment uh, for for an interview. Sam, how are you, brother? Dude, I'm great and I'm just so happy to see you. Yeah. uh, Always happy to see you. Always, always great to see you. Me and Sam actually met uh, we knew some mutual, like, burnt-out L.A. hoes <laughs> uh, from his past and yeah. my past, actually. And one day I was standing at Air One, and you were with your boy. I was with my boy, Bo. Bo. And Bo, like, he is like, um, you know when you're playing basketball and you do the, well, like, well, what's the move when you're doing the basketball? Like, oh, well, it's, it's not drip. It's like, um, oh, there's a word jelly? for it. Jelly, the yeah. jelly. Yeah. Bo's got jelly, if you didn't know. He's uh, really good at basketball. He's, well, he's just jelly. Yeah. He's just jelly. Like, and he's Jewish. Like, we're both Jewish, he, but we're not that, like, we're not like him. No, 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 no. He's, he's, he, and funny enough, he actually looks like Paul Fox. Shout out Paul Fox, our true, Nike Connect. True, Our Nike Connect. But uh, I was standing at Air One. I was waiting at the hot plate, and this sweet, kind-hearted Jewish guy, Sam, walked up to me. And he said, hey, I think we, and I realized we had followed each other on Instagram. And- well, I followed, dude, weirdly, I had followed you, like, 
two days earlier. Wow. Because I saw you on Wexler's Deli's Instagram. Yes. Shout out Wexler's. Shout the out best. Wexler's Deli. Wow. Wow. Two locations, one in, actually three locations, one in Santa Monica, one in Grand Central Market, and one in Palm Springs. Yeah. And Century City. And Century City. Sorry. That's four Four. locations. Pardon me. Well, I'm I'm not good at math. That's okay. Um, and you actually have a sandwich with them too. I did. I, 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 it was like a temporary thing. Okay, so, I would so, love for it to be full time, but you well, know, they, they I'm not that cool. No, 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 <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm not, I'm not that cool at Wexler's either, but you're uh, cool at Yeasty Boys. Cool at Yeasty Boys. Cool That's at Yeasty Boys. really cool. That is cool. That is cool. The Birdman, make it heavy. Don't be it's, shy. By the way, the best bagel oh. sandwich I've ever had. Honestly, like a lot of people have told me that and you got to go. It doesn't get better. And, and you know, line out the door every Sunday. Line out the door like every day. I Shout know. out Evan. Dude. Shout out Evan. Shout out Evan Fox. Yeah, Evan. Um, Evan cut the check. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Yeasty Boys every Sunday, every Wednesday at Melrose Place, and they're also all over the city in Silver Lake and downtown. Um, and we'll get that's, into all- By the way, what, like, I look up to you in so many ways, man, oh, because man. you're like a food legend, and that was part of the reason I followed you, because uh, I was like, this guy is not only hilarious, he you know, is really into the food game, which I am a big fan of. I'm a fan of all the restaurants that you frequent, and I frequent the same ones, and we kind of just naturally... Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, Sam has a very comedic personality as well. He's a funny guy. He understands what's funny. He's got a good group of friends around him. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shout out to our boy Cameron Fuller. Pretty boy. (laughs) He's fucking James Harden uh, (laughs) on the court. Uh, But, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I have notes here and the notes, the notes don't really mean anything. But, you know, as I was saying off top, you are born and bred Los Mm -hmm. Angeles boy. Yeah. Uh, you're 27 years old. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, f- have this flourishing career that I feel like is just sprouting, you know, Thanks, man. just just starting to bloom. Um, how and what was it like uh, to grow up in L.A.? And, and and, you know, the second part to that question is, you know, how did it all come about? I mean, I know it's probably a long story, but yeah. where, where did you start in acting and how, how did it how, how did it? Yeah, I can give you like kind of the sped up version. Um, Yeah, of course. I'm from the Valley. So, you know, I relocated over the hill now. I live in West Hollywood, which is, which I love, but I, you know, the Valley will always feel like home. 818. Yeah, 818 for life. Um, Shout out Brody Stevens, RIP. True. Yeah, dude, I mean, I used to see him all the time. Really? Coffee Bean. Wow. The one on Woodson and Ventura. That was like one of my regular spots. I saw him all the time. He was a buddy of mine. RIP. He was amazing. Did you ever interact with him? I I don't really recall. I mean, I think I would like nod to him, mm-hmm. and he would always like nod back. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if I ever spoke to him. But oh, okay. he was. I had seen his stand up, and I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> he so. was an interesting character. He's a really funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, but yeah, so I I am from L.A., which is kind of rare in the you know in the business. Um, and, and you grew up with I, your parents. Yeah, my dad. So my dad is an Jewish. actor. Yes, I grew up very, I mean, not very Jewish. I didn't, I did grow up in one of those neighborhoods where everyone is Orthodox, but we were not Orthodox. You're like um, reform? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but my dad is an actor. He's, his name's Ken Lerner. He's been a character actor for like 40 years. He moved to LA from Brooklyn when he was like my age now. And he's just been acting for, he's made a living as an actor this entire time, which mm-hmm. is so Insane, you know, and his brother Michael Lerner is also an actor. He's an Oscar nominee, which Who is actually super cool. Is friends with 
uh, Budman's, which is a, a different yeah. story. Yeah, which is my, you know, my buddy. Shout out my buddy Matt Budman. Yeah, Budman. Very um, connected, powerful, and talented producer. Anyways, flourisher. Continue. Definition of a, a definite flourisher. flourisher. Yeah. Um, yeah. So growing up in the business was interesting because I did start acting as a kid. I was a child actor, but I wasn't one of those. Like Disney kids who got fucked up. <laughs> like, okay, good, I, yeah. good. You just did a couple commercials. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I did, dude. When I was nine years old, my first job. I was Ben Stiller's son in this movie called Envy. Oh, I didn't and it was know like, this. Yeah, and oh, it was this. Wow. It was this movie about. It was Ben Stiller, Jack Black, Amy Poehler, Rachel Weisz, Christopher Walken. Damn. It was this insane cast, and it's a movie about Jack Black's character invents a spray that you spray on dog poop and it disappears. <laughs> And okay. it was called Vaporize, which is, oh, oh the movie God. did terrible. I'm pretty sure it has a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> but I was nine years old and it was super cool. And I was a fan of Ben Stiller and I was a fan of Jack Black and I was just happy to be there. And of course. I didn't really know what was happening, but I was a cute kid who could say lines kind of funny. So mm-hmm. I, I, I did that. Then I That's think, an incredible, what, a, what, a, what an awesome first gig. Dude, it was insane. That's I mean, it, it was wild and it like shot in LA and, and, uh, Perfect. Um, was your dad in the movie too? No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. He wasn't. Okay. But my, you know, my parents were supportive of it. They were super cool. Like I don't even know. I I was at a New Year's party when a manager, uh, when a, an actress was talking to me and she she told my parents, your son is really funny. Like he should have a manager. Like I know this manager, and so she referred me to this manager named Susan Curtis, and I signed with her. And this is I, when you're like 10 years old. I was nine. Wow. I was like eight or nine. Wow. And then I remember my first audition was that Cheaper by the Dozen remake. Okay. And I didn't okay. get it and I was super sad. And then, Aww. you know, a couple 20 auditions later, then I got Envy. Then I did Malcolm in the Middle, which was, I had a scene with Brian Cranston, just me and him. It's interesting to, to hear this because it's like, yeah. this is incredible. Yeah. And also too, it's like, you hear that? How casually he just said after a couple 20 auditions. So many. This is at the age of 10 years old. (laughs) For anybody who's out there listening, like, like these things don't just happen. You know, you really have to be (laughs) persistent with it. So even at that age, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but kudos to you in the sense that you were a young kid and you were committed to it. Yeah. I mean, thanks to my parents, honestly, they were the ones driving me to my auditions. Were they, were they, were they pushing you or were they they like encouraging you? They balanced it out perfectly. Like my mom, I credit to my mom. She was like, I want him to grow up normal. So I went to public school for all of my life. I went to, to high school. Um, and she, I used to turn down auditions all the time. Literally, I'd have an audition for like a huge movie, and I'd be like, "No, today I want to go skateboarding with my friends." So oh, I would cool. turn them down, and my manager would call and be like, "What the fuck is he doing? Like, why is he turning down auditions?" And, and your it was like, "Like, we don't want to push." Yeah, and so it was like cool. that perfect balance. And then as I got older, I kind of started to care more, and I saw that like, "Oh, this is going to be my career," because mm-hmm. I realized pretty early on that this was what I wanted to do. This is incredible. Yeah, it's it, it's cool. I mean, I I worked enough as a kid to like have like a good amount of money saved up when I turned 18, but I wasn't one of those child actors. That- and to gauge what the business was and how mm-hmm. to not get, I guess, too involved. Yeah. You know, to, to keep, there's a lot of people who you meet who are like actors, comedians, artists, whatever it is, in LA or New York, and they just have this weird... Like every artist has to have a crazy amount of self confidence and that type of thing, but this this 
this delusional separation from being self-aware as to what's really going on and mm-hmm. what's good and what's not and what's right and what's wrong. And it's nice to see a young Jewish boy mm-hmm. with a good head on his shoulders. You know? <laughs> I know. I, I, Dude, I mean, I, I think that part of the reason I am where I am today and, and who I am is because I had a pretty normal childhood, all things considered. Um, and that's thanks to my parents. Yeah. Just knowing so much about this business and how much it can screw with your head. Fuck you up. Yeah. And... Um, you know, okay, so 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 let's let's stay on track here. My bad. Yeah. So so, they, so then you booked Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, I did like Malcolm in the Middle. I did like That's a incredible. pilot that never went. I did like a couple just guest stars on different shows. And then the biggest thing I did as a child actor was this movie called Monster House. It was this animated. It was a motion capture film, and it was like produced by Spielberg, produced wow. by Robert Zemeckis, directed by this amazing director Gil Keenan. This um, is all incredible because I actually didn't know this. Yeah, I mean, dude, you, I don't know how you would like. Yeah. I, sometimes I post like red carpet pics from no, when I was it's 11, so cute. which it's is so hilarious. Cute. It's so cute. Like I remember I went to an audition for like a Wonder Bread commercial when I was like, young <laughs> or something. Same thing. Yeah. And I was just like, I was afraid. Yeah. I wasn't ready to come out of my shell before say about 12 or 13 is yeah. when I really started to go wild. Um, yeah. I, so I, I, I was I, like just this funny little chubby kid. Like I was, I was like a chubby, I was a very chubby kid actually. Wow. Um, at that age, when I got Monster House, I was like, I played like the little fat kid in the movie. And how old were you? I was 11 when I booked that. Holy and then it shit. came out when I was like 13. So there's a lot of stuff happening in those first two years of you being in the business. Yeah. It was, it, it, it yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess so. Your first two years in the business <laughs> is more than I have in my, my entire <laughs> career. Okay, wait one second. So after that, mm-hmm. you're 11 years old. Yeah. You just booked a movie. You've got some work now. Yeah, you're about to get bar mitzvah. I know, I know. Such, a, such of, a confusing time. The, the idea <laughs> of getting your dick sucked started to, you know, <laughs> pop up. Yeah. What's what? What happens next? Um, I, I real quick, I just want to tell this really funny story. Okay. Jason Lee was in Monster House. Okay. The, the you remember the actor and he was a skateboarder as well. Jason oh. Lee. He's from. I'm, he I'm looking on, him up right now. My name is Earl. Okay, I'm looking he's him up right now. Guy. Yeah, you'd recognize him. He's hilarious, by the way. One of the funniest dudes ever. I will never forget when I was shooting Monster House. Oh, Jason Lee, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's like the main. Oh, okay. yeah, of, course. The man. of course. Of he's course. He's the man. I was, I was shooting Monster House and I didn't really realize, like I was chubby, but I didn't really realize that I was like chubby. Like you're not really thinking about that when you're a kid. No, like I'm a fatty. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking that. And so, you know, on a movie set, there's craft service and they have everything you could ever dream of. The and we had like the coolest craft service guy ever and he would get us whatever we wanted. And so I remember one day just standing at craft service, just eating a donut and Jason Lee being like, yeah, keep eating that donut, fatty. <laughs> and it was so funny. Sorry, is this side like, story. No, that's incredible. Is I just this, remembered that. Is this in front of like a bunch of people? This was like in front of like my mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't give a, so funny. He didn't care. That's yeah. so funny. What yeah. you, Jason Lee's a legend. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it was it was an interesting time. I, I, uh, I don't fully like rem- I know like my bar mitzvah theme was like movies and tv because Hell i was yeah. into that stuff of you know course, of course. so and i remember coming into my bar mitzvah on a skateboard because mm, i yeah. was also into that yeah but, tony hawk yeah i mean it must have been like an interesting time but it was kind of just normal to me because this was my life like and what year was this this was this was monstros came out in 2006 i want to say okay wow so what 
that was 13 years ago. Does that make sense? 13 years ago. Yeah. So I was like 14. I think, or it came out in 2005, one of those. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. And then um, you go to public school. You go to public yeah. high school. So I went to public, I went, so I were went you, to Were you a, considered to be cool? Was it a good time? Was it a bad time? I was, so I switched high schools halfway through my high school experience. I went to Cleveland High School, which is in Reseda. It's like a big, it's a huge public school, a lot of like sports Teams like a lot of athletes come out of that school. Like okay. Nick Young went to my high school. Cool, Swaggy P. Swaggy P. Um, shout out Swaggy P. Yeah, shout out Swaggy P. For real, I love him. Um, and so it was like five thousand kids, and I went there because my older sister had gone there, and she's like much smarter than me. She mm-hmm. and there's this same with mine. Yeah, there's this like women you, are smarter. I mean, maybe you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, think I, I might funny. just be an idiot. No, that's funny. That's um, funny. He, it was like a humanities <laughs> magnet, so it had this big writing program where you had to write these interdisciplinary unit exams. They were called IUEs. Jesus And Christ. they would be like, you have like two hours to write like a 25-page essay. Jesus and it has to Christ. be like perfectly formatted. Ugh. No spell, like what? spelling was included, like all of that, grammar. And would have so, failed that before it even started. Yeah, exactly. And my sister used to get A's on this, so my parents were like, Sam should also go to this high school. So I went there, I got into that program, and I did fine. I think I had like B's, minuses, yeah, to yeah, C's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, but it just wasn't my passion. And I was also acting a little bit on the side. And so once that started to pick up, I switched to a smaller charter school called Champs that was started by the guy who ran my middle school, which was this amazing performing performing arts school Ah. in Sherman Oaks called Millican Middle School. So you linked up back with the homies. So I linked up back with the homies. But also, I to go back to your question about was I cool? I was like. Not, like ninth and tenth grade, I remember being like really awkward and really nervous and like kind of just not I was, feeling I was, very confident. I was fat. I, I dude, I wore a headband to high <laughs> school every day because I think I started losing my hair at like a really young age. Yeah, like 16, yeah, which can be awkward. For sixteen, a, seventeen, for a yeah, kid. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember like. I, <laughs> It sounds like I was so bullied, but I used to get tabletopped a lot. What's <laughs> like, that? Where someone would go down on their like on all fours. Oh my you, god! And then someone would be talking to you and no. then push you over the person, and you'd trip. Oh and they would god. do that to me in front of the quad. And by the way, these were like the kids that I was friends with. Oh, so my it was god. like I don't know. Like I remember just being like very fed up with that and fed up with IUEs, interdisciplinary unit exams, <laughs> yes, and yes. just being like, I also want to act. And I know I'm at that, at like 10th to 11th grade, I knew that I wasn't going to go to college or yep. if I was going to go to college, it would be like NYU for acting. Good for you. So I, I kind of just knew, and I was like, mom and dad, I really want to switch to the school champs Good and like you. have just like a, a chiller high school experience. So when I went to that high school, I felt so much more confident. It was much smaller. There was like, you know, a couple hundred kids there. Yeah. 5,000 kids is a lot. 5,000 was a lot. And I was like, and, and it just wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't for me. And and so when I went to Champs, I felt a lot more comfortable and kind of started to realize my goals a lot more and, and get closer to, to that, it felt like. Good for you. I mean, like, I wasn't comfortable enough in my own skin in my late teens and teens because I, I didn't have the foundation that you had in the sense that you'd been, you know, working and mm-hmm. you'd gotten work and you Yeah, but that wasn't like, it. you still go through all those same things that like a young dude goes through, you know, you still, like I still felt, like regardless of my resume, like I still felt awkward around girls and I oh, still felt for sure. unconfident oh, because I was a little sure. chubby or because of this. Like, oh, that, that, you know? that, that doesn't change. Like it was interesting, like I didn't realize that those were such cool things about me, I think, until later. And it's interesting because... 
when when you're in I don't know if I have listenership that's like in the teens. <laughs> but when you're it's tough being a kid it in the is, sense man. that like you're so insecure just because you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. And then you know, a lot of things are based off aesthetic or what you have. And it's just like a very, it can be a very shallow time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everything seems very important when, yeah. you're, when you're young. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, that didn't that matter, didn't at, matter all. at all. And now your real life starts, you know, after yeah. that. But I think it's interesting. And I respect the fact that you from a young age were able to identify that it was what you wanted to do Mm -hmm. that you might have not gone to college because I came into it thinking like my parents were incredible and they you know they're they're the best but it was very it was it was very like school 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 Mm -hmm. which makes sense you know it does as a parent it's like you want your kid to stay in school especially when there's nothing else going on Mm -hmm. other than eating Reese's Pieces playing hockey and like smoking weed at a young age (laughs) So it's like, yeah, you want your kid to go to school. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's a part of me that wishes that I had the chutzpah and the wherewithal and self-awareness to say, hey, maybe going to college isn't the best idea, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But anyways. Yeah. uh, it's. I mean, it's an interesting thing because especially when you're in entertainment, like it's... There's not much that you can learn there. I mean, you kind of just got to do it. That's what I'm saying. Unless you go to like a one of those expensive film schools, which also seems great. But you know, know. it's 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 one of those things where it's like I want to tell people to not go to college (laughs) and to and or to drop out of college if you're planning on being an artist. But however, you know. College did give some experience and led me to where I'm at now. But anyways, so mm-hmm. after you went to Champs, mm-hmm. what was the next thing that happened in the career that kind of was 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 a like a milestone? So after that, I think I went through like kind of an awkward period where I wasn't really working very much, and I was. I, I was kind of just at that age where I look because I've always looked younger than I am. Like yeah, I'm 27 now, baby but face. I I know I I play 18 years old on the yeah. Goldbergs. Like it's yeah. like I I've always looked younger than I am. So I kind of was facing that period where I was like 16, 17, going up for 17 year olds, and they would hire 25 year olds. Uh-uh. You know, which made sense because those are the better actors. They have more experience, and if they can play younger, then it makes sense. And now those are the roles that I'm booking now. So it's, it's interesting. It is interesting. It's like, uh, I had to go through that and then, and then come out the other side, but I still kind of worked a little bit. I, I, I don't fully remember what I was working on after that, but I did a show called, I recurred on an ABC show called suburgatory, like oh, cool. out of high school. Um, and then I booked what I, what was arguably like the biggest role of my adult life, which was a movie called project almanac, um, which was produced by Michael Bay, and it was wow. a Paramount movie, and it was like one of the leads in that. And that's how I met Cameron, actually, because his oh, dad. Oh, is that a horror movie? It was. A, it was a time travel movie. It wasn't a horror movie. Okay. It was like a, I'm thinking about a different horror movie. It was a found footage time travel movie. Oh, wow. and it was. However, it hit kind of at the exact moment where audiences were so fucking sick of found footage. Uh, so it was one of those things where they were after it. They were kind of like, we probably just should have 
shot this normal but you know i met so many great people on that and like that's how i met cam because his dad brad fuller produced it so that's how we became pals because cam was like 18 years old 19 years old 20 maybe and he was working a summer job like as a stand-in on his dad's movie wow and we just clicked and now six years six seven years later we're best friends and we live together as roommates so funny and you know i'd like to say kudos to you in the sense that even when there was a uh seems like a dry period that you mm-hmm. didn't give up. Yeah, man, it was I mean it was definitely scary. At a young scary. age too. Yeah, it was I mean it was weird because I I I I believed in myself but at the same time like there you know there's only so much you can do and and I had the same manager that I always had and I had uh, like a youth agent and they would send me out and I would get good feedback but then I I think I was just kind of at that in-between period. And so I, I wasn't working that much. I, I feel like I'm forgetting some jobs that I did when I was around that age, but these were like, this was like the bigger one that I did, um, which was project almanac. And so how old were you at that point? So at that point I was 20. Oh wow. And then, uh, after, and I, I, by the way, I didn't go to college, which I mentioned. Um, so then right after almanac, like, like, when I when I was waiting for it to come out, they delayed the movie a full year. They dropped a trailer and then delayed the movie a year, which was super annoying of them. But they were like, random, yeah, they because they dropped the trailer in December and the movie was supposed to come out in February. And they were like, we, what they said was Michael Bay wants to do some more editing on the film, so we're pushing it to January of the following year. Jesus so that Christ. so people when they saw the trailer, they were like, oh, this looks Excited. cool, and people wanted to see it. And then when they pushed it a year it instantly makes people go, oh, that movie must suck. That's yeah, why they pushed because, it. Otherwise, uh, they would release it. Uh, 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 so by the time that it actually came out, people were like, didn't this, that come out a year ago? Like, uh, what happened with that? And it didn't hit as hard as we had liked. It wasn't uh, a they total just flop. Never, they should have just never dropped the trailer. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so but after, while I was waiting for it to come out is when I w- booked this recurring role in the Goldbergs, which has now, hey. six years later, turned into an amazing gig that I never could have dreamed of wow but yeah so so now that's where i am so if that's not flourishing then i don't really know what is i mean the kid literally did not give up do you Mm -hmm. understand that and from a young age before 10 was going on tens of auditions Mm -hmm. uh to book work so for anybody who um is listening and who's thinking about getting into it Listen to listen to Sam's words, you know, be persistent, uh, continue to believe in yourself. It's true. And, you know, keep keep good energy. Yeah. You know, and now I know the ladies listening right now are probably wondering, is Sam a single <laughs> man? You know, 27, Jewish, baby face, working actor. It's getting them very excited. Um, but I know that you are currently with and have been with a girl, mm-hmm. very sweet girl named Olivia. Yeah. And you've been with her for... It's been like a year and a half now. A year and a half now. And Olivia herself, I know, is an actress as well. Yeah, she's an actress and she's a... I don't want to say a YouTuber, but she's part of a very popular YouTube channel called Smosh. It's geared towards like younger, like teens. Cool. Um, and it's like sketch comedy. And they write their own stuff and they star in them. And and it's super funny. And it's got like 30 million subscribers. Oh my God. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, so that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a year and a half. You're 27 years old. Do you see yourself? I mean, I, I, Olivia is always very sweet. Mm-hmm. Has a very nice and, and good energy every time I see her. Yeah. Um, 
I guess ladies are going to have to kind of take a back seat, you know. This this guy's taken. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> taken. You know, I was about to say, like, shoot him a DIA, but nope, nope. <laughs> You know, every guest is different. TJ and Keith, they wanted all the DMs. <laughs> Sam is. I would like to keep it. my DMs to a minimum. <laughs> exactly. This because very... Olivia and I, every night, we share our DMs with each other. Ah. We tell each other today, I had five girls slide in. No, no one really slides into my DMs anyway. That's fine. Um, well, maybe, maybe just for the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, you can say in. hi. Yeah, yeah, you can say hi. Um, and, you know. Uh, other than that, there's really only one, well, a couple of other notes that I have here, um, but I just like to keep it free flowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you and Olivia and Cam and his girlfriend, I forget her name. Her name's Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys like to travel. Yeah, you know? we've done some good you've, traveling you've, together. You've, you've earned the right <laughs> to flourish yes. over years and years of hard work. Yeah. Uh, recently, I saw you were in Italy. Yeah. Um, you know, Italian food. Just Always the greatest ever. The best. Talking about food and Italian food and Los Angeles growing up here. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start talking a little bit about where, you know, about what's good. What, let's but, talk you, about you, where you know, all of our money goes. Yeah, exactly. Which is to food. Um, okay, so John and Vinny's obviously is a, a classic Italian Just the best. By the love. way, I, am, I don't really get starstruck, but every time I see those guys, I flip the fuck out. Yeah. I was wearing a John and Vinny's hat at son of a gun once and uh john walked up and and this was like when that mad happy john and Vinny's hat first dropped mm-hmm. and it was like i had just gotten the hat and i it was my favorite hat i wore it every day and so we were eating at son of a gun me and cam and my other roommate graham and uh john walks up he goes oh man dude great hat and i was like john <laughs> hey man i um, love your love your restaurants yeah. as you can see that i'm at your other restaurant wearing your hat from the other restaurant like <laughs> Yeah. I was, I, I mean, I just think that they're so cool. They are and, so cool. Yeah, and they're, they they cook the best food. Son of a gun for people who don't know, an incredible like seafood, seafood restaurant yeah. on Third Street, and they also have Petit Trois, which is at Melrose and Highland. Yeah. They have Trois Familia. Trois Familia, Kismet. I think is. I don't know. All if it's of still them around. are so amazingly special and so good, and they've like made the LA food scene so exciting. Like, you know, I because I I love. I don't know. It, it's like really great quality food, but it's also really cool. And like the vibe is awesome. Like there's no better vibe than John and Vinny's on a, any given night. They do it proper. And I'll say that they know how and to. It's simple. It's simple. And they know how to partner with the right people. Mm-hmm. You like know? you. Hey. Literally, dude. Like, well, I mean, I, you know, we, we, yeah, yeah. I, it's I true. Love John and Vinny's. Love mm-hmm. John and Vinny's. Cannot. And they express. know, you know, and they're all friends with the Wexlers guys. And I think those guys are so cool. Yeah. Um, as far as like in the Valley, mm-hmm. are there any LA staples that people need to go to if they're going if they're going to be in the Valley or if they come to LA? That's like I know you're in LA, but go to the Valley for this. Yeah. There. I mean, there's. I've heard there's the really, usual spots. That, I've heard there's really good sushi. In yeah. The there's well, that's like the known thing about the Valley Ventura Boulevard. Um, I still think Katsuya is like. OG and just yeah. one of the best. And, uh-huh. you know, there's Katsuya on third now. Of course. Which is the same. Thing, Izakaya Katsuya. Yeah, yes. Izakaya Katsuya. But the original, I mean, that was like the first place I had crispy rice with spicy tuna. Wow. So where did it open? It, I mean, I think it's been there for a long time. Oh, uh, okay. Like it's one, of the, it's, it's one of those places that's just like always has a long line. I and need to go to the original because I've never been. Dude, let's go. Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, it's, it's. 
I had an ex-girlfriend that used to be the hostess there. Wow. And she was like, yeah, it's like such a well-oiled machine. Like she used to get screamed at by the owner like, for not being fast enough seating tables and hurrying people along. Like it's just one of those places that's just got their system down. But they, I mean, best crispy rice in the game. You know, other than Gin Pachi, which you oh! put... You put me on Jinpachi, which is on Santa Monica. Which, by the way, I don't even want to say because I don't want to blow it up. Because it's still one of those spots where you can go on like a Saturday night and And you can get a reservation. Yeah. Because it's not too busy. It's like just busy enough. It's so good, Jinpachi. I love Jinpachi. It's so good. Sushi Fumi, Saru Sushi Fumi. Dude, oh my God. I I love Sushi Fumi. I know you're a big Erewhon guy. I'm an Erewhon guy, but I also live next to Erewhon, so I'm kind of burnt out on it because yeah. I eat that shit every day dude yeah and plus you don't want to see the ghost of Erewhon the ghost of Erewhon <laughs> there's this guy oh my god bro I have a story to tell so there's this guy who always by the way I'm in a weird position like I you don't know think him. he's ever going to listen to this I'm in a weird position with him because I have mutual friends with him so it's now to the point where I've met him like I've shook his hand and now every time I fucking see him I have to give him the nod or yeah, I have to yeah, give yeah. him the I, what up man how are you he still ignores me dude, dude like half the time it's like if he's with a hot girl he'll ignore me he's, on, he's, he's on like, a red carpet in there bro yeah but if he's, he's on a fucking if he's solo he'll give me the nod like it's yeah. like oh I'm not distracted so I can acknowledge you now like dude the guy is fucking scary he's like the Mona Lisa he sees everything that way, happens handsome dude I mean he's not a bad looking guy super handsome I mean, jacked but, 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 <laughs> but it's the same way like when you see like a pretty girl and like you just like hear things or like mm-hmm. you know you see her do something fucked up like so anyways I was out with my buddy and uh, his girl not his girl girlfriend but a girl that is a friend of his like yo meet us at Soho we meet him at Soho she's with the ghost wow and you know so you've I'm, sat with him at a table I've sat with him at a table and I was, I was immediately like you're like the Erwan guy. What did he? What did he have to and say? He about was it? just like, kind of like, yeah, you know. I suppose, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't talk. I, maybe, I, maybe this is all in my head. <laughs> you're, Honestly, you're like, I was like, oh, so you're like the ghost, Erwan, <laughs> right? No, but I just, I don't know. I just, this guy's always there. He knows there. everyone there, dude. It's fucking creepy. He knows the girls. He it's knows creepy, dude. Everyone. When I, I posted about it, and a lot, I got, a, I got a large response. I mean, it's. I have mixed feelings about it because you know, I. I don't want to just hate on him because I'm there all the time too and I run into fucking so many but people I know. But that's your fault. You don't like hang there. I don't hang there. You don't hang. I'll go and sit you and don't have linger. dinner or I'll sit and have lunch but you then might I have, leave. You might have a conversation with someone you run into. Yeah. But I'm also you insecure might, might. when I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, I hope no one's looking at me right yeah, now. But, yeah, 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 exactly. Because I don't want to be this yeah, guy. Yeah, because you don't want to be this guy who's like <laughs> schmoozing at Erewhon. Yeah. This guy who we're talking about, the ghost, literally is hanging out at Erewhon, I think, every day. He's there every time I'm there. I think every fucking day. I don't know if it's in the mornings or By at night. By the way, I've spoken to him. He's he's fine. Like, he's a nice dude. He, you know what, though? No. no. It's, just, it's just not. It's just, you know, I don't mean to talk shit. I'm not a hater. It's just not flying. Like It's not for I, you. When I, it's just not for me. That's fine. It's just like, unless uh, I just... I don't know how he could win. I don't know how he, I don't know how he could win. Me. I don't know. <laughs> well, without I, coming I think off I know as like sounding like he, a creep, I think I know a way that he might be able to win you. Because do you know he that has he makes, makes healthy desserts? desserts? Yeah. See, no, no. <laughs> that's not gonna no, win no, no, you. Because no, no, no. by the way, to eat these desserts. something about me. I'm obsessed with dessert, but I'm also like one of those people that I, like I don't want to just eat like a pint of ice cream. Like even though I want to eat a pint of ice cream, I'm like. I go to the gym, like, you know, I want to be healthy. I also shouldn't be eating much dairy because you know of my Jewish stomach. But 
I love healthy desserts. So it's like, I've oh. never tried his healthy desserts. However, if he ever courts me and is like, hey, man, I really want to give you these healthy desserts, I'll probably be like, hey, man, Let you're me the try. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah you. you're, you're going to be posting about them. That's fine. I'll say this. <laughs> if you're going to smoke, smoke. You know, don't vape. Uh, <laughs> if I'm eating a dessert, I like there to be butter and sugar in it. And that's just me. I mean, dude, that's why you're way cooler than me and you're no. legit in the food game. No, And no, I'm no, just no. a poser. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's the reason why I'm probably going to die at 60 <laughs> and you know, be still playing tennis at 85. Maybe. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I do exercise. I actually did running in the past two days. Drinking yeah, lots you're of, super fit. Ingesting lots of probiotics. Shout out LifeHouse. Shout out HealthAge. Yeah. Shout out everybody. Uh, but I just think that ultimately, you know, um, the guy at Erewhon can make people feel uncomfortable. However, yeah. you know, support Erewhon and support his gluten-free disorder. Erewhon's great. Yeah. By the way, wish I got in on Erewhon when they were, like, first starting. Holy shit. Because that place is just Printing blowing up. money. I cannot go Printing in there money. without spending $53. Me too. It's insane. Do you have the membership? No, I should get it. I, I have the membership. It's it's 200 bucks a year, and you get 10% back on every dollar you spend. So if I spend $100, it's 10 I get bucks. 10 yeah, I should credits. probably get that membership. I mean, it's worth it. If you spend $2,000 there in one year, then it evens out. By the way, this sounds hilarious. I sound like <laughs> such a dick. Yeah, no, 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 no. But no, it's no, true. No, no. I spend I, no. a lot of money what there. What I was just thinking about is do I spend more than $2,000 at Air One a year? And That's I think, an I think, it, I think it like probably hovers right around there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, unless you're really, really going there. Mm -hmm. And shopping there and live close to there like you do. Well, I that's when I got the membership. I've been going there for years, but when I moved right down the that's street, that's when it I was makes like, sense. Let's be honest. I'm you don't sound like an asshole. You sound like a smart there. Jew. You sound like a smart Jew. Yeah, yeah exactly. Don't, don't, it's, don't, it's, don't, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I'm looking out for myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I know you have a good relationship with one of our mutual friends, New York Nico. Yeah, uh, I really, love, I love really, Nick. Really talented director. Um, he's been kind of giving me the cold shoulder a little bit. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, <laughs> well, I this love... pot will turn it around. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's, I mean, dude, he's, he's really cool. I mean, I think you've probably just been fucking with him for years, for years and years. Just one of the best follows on Instagram. Uh, one of the best follows on Instagram. You must follow uh, New York Nico. He was actually one of the first guests to come on the podcast. As no well. way. Yeah. I didn't know and, that. And, uh, he's just an incredible character. Like a really talented Dude, and unofficial director. talent scout of New York City. Exactly, and a really talented director who you will hear about um, beyond New York, Nico, and people like that. Who are some other um, people who you'd love to work with, or Interesting you know, and, and also I, and also other than myself, other than yourself, I mean, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm really bad with names, so I'll probably know if I look it up. But yeah. is there any is there is there any dream? Like, yeah, totally. I mean, my dream has kind of always been to do something in the Apatow world. I mean, hell I, yeah. just anything that he, that man touches is something that I consume because I I just think he's great and his yeah. sense of humor is great. And I've always clicked with everything he's produced or directed. You yeah, know, I spent some time with him through through P. He's a nice guy. That's awesome. He's a nice guy. He seems, yeah, he seems just great. And he's, he just, he seems like we had like similar thoughts and feelings growing up like just based on his stand-up and and things that he said it's like we like and sandler guys like that oh, like man. seth rogan like those are obviously my heroes um i was working yesterday on the goldbergs with judd hirsch who's Ooh. just well, a legend wait let me just look him up again yeah look him up. i mean like, you've seen him in I, i'm everything. gonna i'm gonna be like this guy or the same thing when i did with jason lee wait, wait, wait judd yeah. 
everyone listening has probably heard. Judd Hirsch was famous for. Oh, he was Judd on, Hirsch. Of he was course. on a show called Taxi. He was also um, did. Um, yeah, of course I know Judd Hirsch. He's, 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 in, a, he's in everything. He's amazing. And by the way, like side note, I don't know if anyone Jurassic Park knows Judd or, Hirsch. Sorry, uh, um, Independence Day. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Um, Judd has like a reputation. I've heard. I heard like before I worked with him that he's like kind of a dick. Really? Nicest guy in the world. Wow. So I'm like, I don't know. It's one of those things where you can't really listen to what other people say. Like you kind of just have to make your own assessment. Absolutely. He's, I've been doing. He plays uh, Jeff Garland's dad on The Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. So he recurs. He comes every once in a while when he's free, and he does a couple episodes. And I was with him yesterday, and he was talking about the Softy Brothers because he's in Uncut Gems. He plays Sandler's dad in Uncut Gems. Ah, uh, Softy Brothers. These are the dudes who I was talking to Andy Haynes about the young thirty-year-old dudes from yeah, New York. Who the just New Yorkers. Made this movie. Yeah. And they did uh, Good Time, and they've done a couple other movies that I don't know the name of, but those guys are just killing top it. of the top. I mean, they everything that like Good Time changed my life. I've seen that movie five times. I think it's just so great and it's so fast paced and exciting and like you know, the performances so are so real. Like I haven't seen it. Dude, I mean, by the way, that's an exciting place to be because now you can watch it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm going to see it. It's a really great movie. Um, and Uncut Gems with Sandler, those photos that went viral that. of him looking like the bookie with the slick back hair and the gold and the teeth. Jewelry, yeah, 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 and yeah. the gold jewelry. Like I, So I can't wait for that. Those guys I would love to work with. But I also sometimes – one of my biggest insecurities I would say in this business is that I've not typecast myself, but I've I'm such like – just being on like the Goldbergs, like I'm just like this nerdy, awkward sitcom guy. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm gritty enough to be in one of those types oh, of movies. Oh, you but are, you are. I think, Come on. you know, hopefully I can show some range as the years go on. But working with those guys would be a dream. Absolutely. That would be awesome. Well, I can tell you, I would love to work with you. I would love to. You know, Dude, um, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, and for anybody who's been listening, you know, follow Sam Lerner. Mm-hmm. Um, check out everything he's doing. Check out the Goldbergs. Yeah. Check out uh, the shows that I mentioned on the top of the show. Yeah. Uh, so many. So many. So many places. So many places. <laughs> so many things to do. Uh, Sam, I cannot thank you enough for coming to do this. This is a My lot of pleasure. fun. And I think you know your your path to the flourish is one that people should appreciate and can give insight, uh, no matter what they're doing. Uh, because Thanks, it's it's you got to be persistent, you got to work hard, and you got to keep keep good energy. So, True. on that motherfucking no, you are not the fuck going on. One 40, time, forty one minutes of flourishing. I don't know what else to say. That went by so fast, so fast, yeah, so so fast. Uh, great episode. I hope you'll come back. Would love to. Okay, I have um, a lot more to say about myself. So, <laughs> well, maybe we can have you and Olivia, or maybe we can have you and Cam. That'd be great. Uh, we can mix it up. Uh, episode 47 of Flourish Have You Already Know What the Fuck Going On Flourish Onwards Yeesh Ooh, ooh, baby My only lady You know you drive me crazy